today's episode of The Upside is brought to you by our friends at Cozy Earth. You can save 40% of anything you want when you go to callieandjeff.com slash cozy. That's C-O-Z-Y. And it's gonna your discount's gonna populate at the end of your checkout. So go grab those sheets, go grab that loungewear. You will not regret it. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, April 6th. My name is Jeff Teller. Today, I am grateful for a horrific news story that I followed very closely a couple weeks ago. It was the story of all the people who used contaminated eye drops. Oh my gosh, that story was horrible. And got infections. Such a This is such a non-upside way to start the show. But they all, they got infections. Some of them, I believe, died. Some of them lost their eye. So, many people, several people lost their eye. I think a few people actually died from it, but it was a contaminant. There's a bacteria in a batch of eye drops. And so these people would use eye drops, right, for their eyes being dry, but the infection would cause your eyes to become dry. So people would use more. Oh my gosh. I. Until I saw that story, put eye drops in my eyes every single morning. I did it out of just habit. I got up, my eyes felt a little bit dry. I wear contacts, so um, sometimes they would feel re- or they would look red. I think if I had my if I was in front of a computer the entire day before or something, I don't know how I got in the habit of doing it, but it was one of those things that I just felt like I had to do, and. After that story, I just stopped doing it and realized I don't need it. So it's so weird how many things we do out of habit that are totally unnecessary. Yeah. And it's just because uh, addiction's probably the wrong word, but it's something that. It's part of your routine. Yeah. It just becomes part of your. So if you are, I think if you have it. It becomes a ha- it becomes a bad habit. Right. I know when when people talk about quitting smoking, they say that they have to completely change up w- how they do things because they're used to having a cigarette with their cup of coffee in the morning. It's the same thing as so, drinking so they, soda. Yeah. Like I had to relearn when I stopped drinking Coke. I because I used to be a huge Coke drinker. You didn't know me at the time, but no, I knew you because remember when I drank Coke, you quit. Um, soft drinks, cold turkey, the, for, it was your new year's resolution the year we got married. Oh, okay. Well, remember, cause you were, and, and I couldn't believe you did it. I mean, you had zero soft drinks zero for that entire year. Mm-hmm. And even since then, I haven't had a soft drink in seven years. You've had some of mine, but I don't think you've ever had your, you've never. Not some, I've had like a sip of yours. And then I'm like, "Mm, don't miss this that much. I do miss the gratification that I used to feel, but it's not the same now that I don't drink it. I get the same gratification now from sparkling water. Really? And that never would have done it for me seven years ago. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for iPhone Alarms. I hate that sound. I know you do. Oh it irritates God. the heck out of Jeff, but I 
cannot remember things unless I set alarms for them. So I probably have on any given day, six alarms that go off throughout the day because that's what I need to remember to do things. Which is fine, but the the alarm that you're using is, I think, probably the most jarring one in their library. I can change it. I think you should just, I think you need to keep the jarring one in the morning Mm -hmm. because you're already a snooze monster. I am. So I think you need to, to do the jarring one in the morning, but for the reminders for the rest of the day, can't you just do something a little more gentle? Is there like a, is Enya there, or something? Is there a cat meowing? Just oh like gosh. a meow. Well, whatever the noise is, I'm sure I'm going to be hearing it when I sleep. So it can't be. Remember how people used to have popular songs as their ringtones? Oh, yeah. So. Remember the time that you would spend finding the perfect ringtone? And do you remember this? Do you remember that when you, when someone called you, you could set a song to play for them while it was ringing. I think they were called ring backs. Yes. Do you but, remember that? Um, yes, I do. But they also cost extra. It was yes. like a cell phone add on and we were not rich. So we did not have that fancy feature that you had. I, but you could always tell like when someone had something, it was I, almost like hold music or something. Yeah. You would be like, Whoa, I, fancy person. I don't think it was that expensive. I think it was the same as a, Have you met my dad? A buck and a half or something for the... Have you met my dad? You you were the person who would buy the new phone. You admitted. I would. He would have nothing to do with it. You got the the razor when it came out. You got the sidekick when it came out. You probably had that Nokia one with the flip up keyboard when it came out. Flip up keyboard. Remember you would hold it. It would be a Nokia phone that that would be... Vertical, and then you could flip it horizontal and slide the top up, and a keyboard would be underneath. Oh yeah, it. no, I didn't have that. I just had my sidekick. <sighs> Sidekicks were awesome. I never, ever had a sidekick. Best phone of all time. I stand by that. Could Paris you, Hilton made it popular. Could you do it with one hand? Flip it open. <laughs> oh, flip it open with one hand. Yeah. yeah, but the cool part about it was that you use two hands. Cause at the time everybody was texting with one hand. Right. So the fact that you could type like you were typing on a keyboard yeah. was it. But you were still only sending text messages. So it had to be whatever, a hundred and whatever characters or less. Oh, so I have no idea. But you were my typing s- with both hands, but you were typing tiny little messages. I say, bring back the sidekick. I would buy a sidekick in two seconds. The, um, yesterday morning at the Starbucks that, that I went to, I decided that I would like to be deputized. What does that mean? Made a police officer for a day. You want to be Barney Fife. Yep. And here's why I was, I went to, uh, the Starbucks that's, that's between our house and our office that you have to go inside and, and they were really backed up. I hate that Starbucks. Why? Because I hate going in. I oh. would so much rather sit in my car and check my emails. Got it. In the drive-thru. Um, I am the opposite. I just want. And they don't know my name there. Um, so they, uh, so I'm standing in there and one of my pet peeves is, one of my pa- super passionate pet peeves is people who park in handicapped spots that don't have the 
indicator to park in said handicap spot. If I were president, I would make that a make low a f- grade felony. Make it like a felony? An arrestable offense. Yeah. 100% I would. Because there's no, it's, it's wrong in every, it's so selfish. It's. How lazy are you? R- right. It's, it's bad karma. It's unfair. It is, it is. Entitled. Entitled. And I, I don't know that I have ever seen a situation where somebody who needs one of those parking spots has pulled up and found one unavailable. Mm-hmm. I've never witnessed that. And it's not personal to me. It just bugs me. It bugs me almost in the same way as people who leave their grocery carts in the middle of the parking lot. Yeah. Like who, who the crap do you think you are? Even with the grocery carts in the middle of the parking lot, sometimes I can even forgive that because I don't know if the person, what if the person who wheeled it, you know, rolled the cart out, wheeled the cart out is a hundred years old. What if the person who rolled the cart out had a kid throwing a temper tantrum or just, you know, pooped in their diaper and they got to get home or whatever. I don't, that, there's no excuse for you to use a handicap spot unless you have, it, have a need for it, right? Um, I saw not one, not two, not three. Yeah, three. I saw not one, not two, but three people using the handicap spot. The one that bugs me the most is use the, the handicap spot that didn't have no yeah credentials no, but they did all have something in common. What was it? DoorDash drivers. Two of the three were picking up DoorDash orders. I, I'm yeah. I don't I I don't know how to feel about that because part of me wants to boycott DoorDash, but they don't, they're not, they won't pay attention. They don't care. They probably don't care. Um, And and I don't know who the other one was, but they all come in because if you do a mobile order, that particular Starbucks sets it in a different place and labels it differently. So they all came in, stood there, got their, got the order from the DoorDash one or from the table and, uh, they called out two of them and said, Brittany for DoorDash. So I know that two of the, I feel like a lot of companies and if Starbucks should embrace this, in my opinion, if they're going to be doing, you know, if you can order on DoorDash or whatever, a lot of restaurants now have a parking spot that is for, that's not up to Starbucks though. They're in a strip mall. DoorDash and Uber Eats. Yeah. But there's a sign for the, like the salon that's in that. There is. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Well, I, I, that, then, then that's something. It doesn't matter. No, that doesn't matter. Yeah. If they, if the restaurant wants to provide that as a courtesy to the DoorDash driver, then they should. But in, in the DoorDash driver or the, the delivery driver should say to the restaurant, Hey, can we have a designated parking spot for, cause sometimes you get busy and there's nowhere to park. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but until that happens, you don't use the handicapped parking spot. Yeah. And the one that bugs me so much was the uh the the parking spot right behind it. It would it would have been 20 additional steps. That 
It wasn't raining. Inexcusable. It wasn't raining. The parking lot was not full. Um, They were backed up. So there was a bit of a wait, but it actually wasn't as busy, I think, because a lot of Atlanta schools are on spring break. So I would like to be deputized. I like a badge and I would like to just stand out there. You could be on the citizens patrol. But I don't think they can really write tickets. I think they give little warning things. Mm. You want a ticket. Yeah. But, and I would, if Sandy Springs announced, if any community in the area announced that they were going to do a sting operation and write tickets, part of me feels bad because if you're, you know, drive, you're a hustler if you're doing that job. So you probably can't afford a ticket or it's going to negate a shift of work, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that fine is. But still, it's just. Wrong is wrong. Yes. I was thinking about. This has been a long tangent over a couple of days, but yesterday we were talking about how you moved to Atlanta, went to visit your new rental house and somebody peed all over the walls. The former tenants had peed all over the walls and you handled it like an adult should handle it, which is, yeah, no, I'm out. Actually, I, I remembered what I did in the exact moment that it happened is I just walked out the guy. I walked out and left my ex-wife standing in the house with the guy. Cause he, and he, that was the beginning of the end of that relationship. He was saying, uh, no, I can get a paint and I can get a clean. I, and I was, I, I said, you're the old tenants are crazy. Yeah. So well, we'll change the locks. I'm like, no. And he, I think he was just not understanding how nuts I thought it was. And I just walked out in the middle of the conversation and. Which I would still label handling like an adult. Right. When you are younger, you put up with things that you would not as an adult, partially, I think, because you don't have any concept of how ridiculous things are. Right. There are things now that I think ridiculous that are ridiculous that my 20 year old self would not know how to navigate because you're 20 and you just don't have a life experience. I was living in a place in Nashville in college with a girlfriend and I was so excited to live in these apartments because they were right next to campus. So it was off campus housing, but student housing. Well, a lot of students live there. Faculty live there, you know, but it was a, it's one of those, it's a campus housing like that's their specialty, but they're not affiliated with the school. Right. Not affiliated with I, the school. I feel like those landlords get away with so much. Well, yeah. And it's a historical and, building. And put up with so much because who trashes an apartment worse than a bunch than of college, college kids? kids. Yeah. And it, it wasn't a historical, but it was definitely like a very old building. So you know how it is when you live somewhere old, there's just, there are going to be problems. It just happens, right? We notice, I notice in the pantry, which is where most college kids food lives because your fridge, you don't have anything in there. You have mixers for drinks. Right. The pantry is where it's at for snacks. And I, we noticed like some little like pellets. Oh, you had some, you had some pets that you didn't bring with you. Yeah. In the thing. So I'm like, well, that's weird. And then over the course of several weeks, I start finding more. Then I realize there's some on top of the stove. We didn't really cook them in stoves. I'm like, well, and the first Callie now would have been like, absolutely not. That is mouse poop. 
march my butt down to the landlord and say, do something about this like right now. But I didn't because I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe it was like a one-time thing. Okay. With mice, it's never a one-time thing. Right. So we get maintenance to come look at it and they take the stove like away from the wall and mice had nested in the insulation of the stove and maintenance left it there after that visit, pushed it back like, oh yeah, we got to handle this. And I was totally fine with it. Not only was it. Wait, I, they didn't take the mice out? No, not then. They were like, oh yeah, this is a problem. We're going to have to put some traps out and we're going to have to like, and in my head, I was like, oh, they're going to, they said they're going to do something about it and traps. Okay. Not like get this stove out of it, like throw the stove out of the window. So could you use, would you have toasted the mice if you. I'm not sure. Cause I'm not sure how that works. I don't think cake? so. It was like an old oven, you know, it was like an oven. Yeah. Stove combo and you could put, it was, yeah. So I'm not really sure, but it was like in the back of the, it was in the insulation. Then one night I'm in bed and I hear the scurries in my room and I'm like, oh, I'm too lazy to get up and see. But I woke up the next day. I was like, I'll deal with it tomorrow. Callie now would have run out of the house and been like, give me a hotel room right now. Right. Then I opened, I kept my office supplies in a basket under my bed. And the mice had eaten through my post-its. Sure. They probably wanted some insulation for their insulation house. They probably did. They probably took it to the kitchen. Yeah. I, we, because I had a girlfriend that I lived with, lived that way for well over a month. That's... And still continued to be in that. And the only reason that we, that I moved out was when, because she wound up being like a horrible friend and I just had to get out of that apartment and was when I left, but I did not leave because of a mouse infestation. As a parent, you want to take care of your kids, not just today, not just this week, but forever. So you need to start looking at term life insurance from Fabric by Gerber Life. This will help protect your family so their future is secure no matter what happens. It's quick and it's easy. Fabric was designed by parents to help you get a high-quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Life insurance can have a bad rap for being complicated. I have to be honest with you. I don't totally understand it, but using Fabric, it was so easy to apply. A seamless digital experience. It's all online. It's on your time. And if you need extra help, Fabric's team of licensed insurance agents can answer questions along the way. It takes less than 10 minutes. Fabric has partnered with Gerber Life, trusted by millions of families just like yours for over 50 years. And they've got over 1,600 five-star reviews on Trustpilot and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Apply in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash upside. That's M-E-E-T-F-A-B-R-I-C dot com slash upside. Upside. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Meetfabric.com slash upside. We have started spring cleaning in our house. We've been doing all the little things, but also tackling some pretty big micro anxieties. And if one of them is Spring always gets me in the mood to do some spring cleaning. And if you were spring cleaning your house and you were thinking, oh my gosh, my kitchen is such a disaster. We have so much stuff everywhere and I have too much clutter. Listen up. 
Caraway's thoughtfully designed sets and complimentary storage makes getting and staying organized easier than ever. You don't need 10 million pans. You just need a set from Caraway. They have narrowed it down to everything you need so it will not clutter your kitchen and it's really, really beautiful cookware. That's what originally caught my eye about them. What also caught my eye is that Caraway's high quality ceramic coated kitchenware is free of PTFE. That's chemicals such as Teflon, lead, and other toxic materials. And you can now save 10% off the full suite of Caraway products from their internet famous cookware that I love and their newly launched food storage set, which is also beautiful, which I am also coveting and I cannot wait to get my hands on it. Over 40,000 people have raved about their Caraway kitchen. Now it's time to try it for yourself. Visit carewayhome.com slash upside 10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carewayhome.com slash upside 10 or use code upside 10 at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I have not seen Callie's face in 24 hours because she has been buried in her computer Oh my gosh. When, when you are, when you, when you have your own company and you decide to give up your full-time job and your regular paychecks for that company, you look for ways to make things affordable. Yes, you do. And Callie is now a website designer. I mean, I pretty much am. I work, I mean, I, I don't think it would have taken someone else a full day to do this. i budgeted out a half day to get our website up and running. We had like a landing page. We needed more because people have been asking like, what other shows do you have and stuff like that. So I needed to build out the rest of our website and Jeff, you haven't even seen it yet. I don't no, think I was, I was waiting to pull it up until now. Oh yeah. So go I pull can... it up. So this took me an embarrassingly long amount of time, but it is done for right now. It's fine for now. And I'm not, hundred percent happy with it, but I think it's fine. Um, the re we had, we did have a website for the first year or so of our, our business and it was, our branding message was a little off, I think. Right. Well, like as our, as our company developed, we realized that we were trying to put ourselves into a niche where maybe we didn't fit. Is that right? Yeah. I think we just were like, Oh, this sounds great. But we just weren't there yet. Yeah. So we had to take a couple steps back. And so we have rebranded to the, to to the, um, what's it called? Slogan or whatever is. It's not really a rebrand. It's just like a, this is not a rebrand. It's just like a. For the website it is. The website's totally different. Yeah. Okay. We've just, we've, we now, our, our, our slogan is. We do podcast stuff really well, which is a thousand percent accurate. 
It makes Jeff giggle because we spent months and months and months and months working on a message and all very important things, but it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. And we were talking about what we needed in a website. And Jeff was like laughing. He was like, I just wish we could say we're good at podcast stuff. And I looked at him and I'm like, well, we're our bosses. Technically we we can. He's like, fine, put it up on the site. And that is what it is. We do podcast stuff really well. And it's true because- we, we have had the opportunity over the past couple of years to work in every in in podcast development, in podcast production, in podcast management, in podcast equipment consultations, in podcast presentations, in talks about podcasting, advertising messages, direct advertising, host read ads, dynamic ad insertion, all of it. And for whatever reason, I'm, well, I'm not going to say it. I mean, not for whatever reason. We are talented and we have made 96% of the stuff we touched has met or exceeded the goals we set for it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So we do podcast stuff really well. So now let's take a look at the website. The other 4% didn't have goals because we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. Um, okay. We do podcast stuff really well. Look, there says 1022. Uh, what are you, oh, this is new. So we have one page that has all of our shows. Mm-hmm. We got to put a border around that. We look like we're floating. Yeah. Um, also, the spacing is messed up a little bit. Oh, this looks so bad. No, it doesn't. The spacing is messed up, but it doesn't look bad. Yeah, I got to fix that. I th- I actually think there's a template where it's already set. Wow, we have a lot of shows. We have a lot of shows. Neat. Um, and those aren't even all the ones we've worked on. Those are just the ones that we're currently like... Selling yeah. advertising for. Yep. And then, so that is that what you were, oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at all those shows. Um, yeah, we're about to have our 14th show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's what took all day today? All day. And now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, <sighs> um, I hate it. No, you don't. Do you really? Yeah, I really do. I'm going to have to. Do you know why you hate it? Because you did it. Maybe. If somebody else did it. I feel like it looks amateur, but maybe that's because I know an amateur did it. Right. If somebody else did that, you would say, oh, look how clean that looks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, look how. That's why two of us should never be working on this at the same time. Only one of us should do it. And then the other one should see it with a clean clean eye, you know? Because yeah. we both can't get, you know. Right. Anyway, the other thing I wanted to tell you is I know that times are tough right now financially. A lot of people are cutting back on budgets. And there is, we always get asked this. We've gotten asked this since we started the show is what can we do to support the show in any way that we can? And one of them is to take the time to go look at our advertisers, even if you don't necessarily spend money with them right now, because the brands that we partner with want you to know them and want you to be, they want to more or less, it sounds cheesy, but they want to be friends with you, right? They want your attention so they can tell you why their company is so great. And we try to do that as best we can on the show, but we have 60 second commercials. So we can't do all of the love that we want to do. And in the pick me up this week, For those of you that got the pick me up, there was a new advertiser in our pick me up. It's called Finance Buzz. And they want 
you to go look at their website, which is why they wanted to advertise in the pick me up. It's a new experimental thing. I don't know how often we're going to be doing this, but if you got the pick me up yesterday, please go in, click on the finance buzz article that I wrote. It is super applicable to me right now. And I'm sure a lot of you as you're going through financial stress and stuff like that. So go check out the pick me up, click on the link, go visit them, see what they're all about. And, um, that goes for other advertisers as well. They're in there every week and they would love for you to go spend time on their website and just see what they're all about. Okay. Here are your three random things. I'm not sure why I said that. Cause Callie, you're, you're starting it today. Oh, I am starting it. Today. Yeah. Okay. The Forbes billionaire list has come uh, out. Oh, your first random thing for today. Is. Are we, are we on it? We are not on it currently, mm. but I do like this list only because it's like a sport for me to read about these people and then be in awe for like two weeks about someone, how someone could possibly have that much money. Uh, Elon Musk is no longer number one. It's the fashion guy, right? Yeah. Bernard Arno of Louis Vuitton. Um, he and his family are worth $211 billion. They own a ridiculous number of brands. It's a hundred and six, a hundred and sixty or something, I think, and not tiny little, you know, diners in the corner of their hometown. They own, I think, Sephora. I they, mean, it's insane. They own, you know, Louis Vuitton. They own Christian Dior. I think any fancy <laughs> brand fashion thing, they have their thumbprint on. It's yeah. nuts. It's pretty nuts. Um, <laughs> Warren Buffett like isn't even in like the top five, which is funny to me. There's only one woman on there and it's the um, Walton. Oh, the Walmart people. Yeah. Which to me is kind of like, I don't know. I want to see like a female founder on that list. Um, but Jeff Bezos. Is it, wait, is this just the top 10 you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, cause Sarah Blakely was on, it was on the billionaire list once. Yeah. So these are like the people that they highlighted. Um, Jeff Bezos apparently lost $56 billion last year. So well, he has dropped. Divorce. Um, <laughs> that's funny. No, I think that's true. But that wasn't last year. I think it was. They said something about. Maybe not. Amazon stock. Oh. Or something. Um, and then Warren Buffett only has $106 billion. Broke. And it was said that Why would he, anybody take financial advice from that clown? I mean, only $106 billion. So the list is really- Nearly, uh, your second random thing, nearly a third of people would take a pay cut for one year in order to be allergy-free for their entire life. Um, I absolutely would not. You Give would me not. the allergies. I'm not really? taking a pay cut. Absolutely not. No, I will I, suffer. No allergies for the rest of your life. Yes. It's two weeks a year for me. And no, I've been dealing with it most of my life anyway. So bring it on. I want my paycheck. Um, other things that people wrote in this survey uh, uh, that they would give up in exchange for uh, having an allergy-free life, cake, chocolate, video games, coffee, and social media. I thought you were going to say something. I thought else. I was. Too, I thought I was too because I saw the word mosquitoes. But that was. Part, I was like, people are allergic to mosquitoes. But that's another. That's another survey about the most annoying parts of springtime. Oh yeah, what an upside you survey uh, that well, is. I feel like I have to say, uh, the most annoying parts of springtime are 
Allergies, 54%. Spring cleaning, 44%. Mosquitoes, 41%. Oh, I love spring cleaning. Who doesn't love spring cleaning? Weirdos. You're asking me on the wrong day. That is true. And your third random thing is you can undo negative effects of a sleepless night. Chef Dollar, I am pointing at you because you are someone that I don't, I wouldn't say frequently has sleepless nights, but I, you have them more than I do. A month or two ago, a couple of months ago, I fully had insomnia or whatever for several weeks yeah. where I was only sleeping for maybe five hours a night and could not work around it. And look, poor sleep is a big deal, right? Because it increases your risk of like heart related stuff. It increases your risk of dementia. It's just, we need sleep people. So get good sleep. And if you don't, here's what you want to think about the day after do some exercise the morning after do not nap. Don't nap. Really? No, it says it says oh, don't it, nap, but stick to the sleep routine. Cause I was going to say, does it launch you into a pattern of not being able to sleep at night? Yeah. Um, so keep your internal body clock on track, avoid sugary carbs because those can really yeah. spike your blood sh- sugar and then cause you to be like even worse. And don't perk yourself up with coffee because if you drink coffee, even like six hours before you go to bed, it's going to affect your sleep for that night. So even if you're dragging in the afternoon, chug some water, stay away from the coffee. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside. Upside. With Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Here's a funny story, and you'll want to listen to this if you've been wondering why there haven't been voicemails on the end of the episodes for the past few days. Uh, When I set up, the way our voicemails work is, is... When somebody leaves us a voicemail, it actually gets saved into a folder. The audio file gets saved into a folder. And when I set it up, apparently I could only do it for 365 days. So so the files were transferring up until the end of March, but on April 1st, they stopped. And I just assumed that nobody was calling us because it was spring break. Mm. So like the first day I said, oh, we had, we, first day I looked in there, there were a couple of messages from the 30, 30th and 31st. Yeah. But then there hasn't been anything. And and yesterday I finally looked at it. I was like, this is, feels so weird. Let me check. And then I called in the old fashioned way. <laughs> Some like you've got 47 new messages, something like that. So I have to go in and listen to them. So the, the voicemails will, will be back. Happiness is amazing. It's so amazing, it doesn't matter if it's yours or not. It's that lovely thing. A society grows great when old men plant trees, the shade of which they know they will never sit in. Good people do things for other people. That's it, the end.